Welcome to the Martial Mind Power Podcast, where you discover how to cultivate self-mastery towards your self-realization, inspired by martial arts and philosophy. We all have it within us. The musk deer had the musk within it, but it looked outside of itself for this where this fragrance was coming from. It, the one thing it didn't do was look at itself. Sci-fi and uh, sci-fi movies um, uh, and movies that are, you know, bring a new concept to the form um, are quite often based on spirituality or spiritual experiences. Hey, hold on a minute. What did you do? Something's different about you. Tell me. That's when you, you know, once you've discovered your gift, you've got obligation to give it away. I've said this many times and I will keep saying it. <clears throat> once you've discovered uh, something greater than you, share it. As I say, pay it forward. Welcome to another Martian Wine Power podcast. I'm Jatinda Palaha and with me, I have Sifu Lakloy. Sifu Lakloy, how you doing? Very well, thank you. Very well. How are you? I'm good, thanks. I'm good, thanks. And um, I can't wait to dig into today's um, topic that we'll be sharing um, from the art of thinking without thinking. Yeah. Yep. And yep. Uh, I believe you wanted to do a special today. We are going to do a special today. So actually today, uh, we're not going to do a flick to flick through the book uh, for a change because I have a koan uh, that I've written. <clears throat> um, in fact, it was inspired by one of my Guruji's teachings, and I'll go into that in more detail. Uh, and I wanted to share that today because I think it's very potent in uh, today's day and age and always has been, always will be. So uh, are you ready for today's koan? Yeah, man. I think yeah. so. Let's go. <laughs> so today's koan is human musk deer. Human musk deer. Yeah, human musk deer. Deer as in, you know, the animal deer. Yeah. Man, musk deer. And, and this one is not in the book, you said? This is not in the book. Oh, it's a <laughs> special, is, uh, special, special. A special edition. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Interesting. All right. Anything come to you? Um, it does actually. I think um so um I believe it's a deal or, or um hidden they call it in um Hindi and stuff, right? So from my understanding, this is what popped up for me is that it it can um it get it gets a sense of its smell, right? But okay. it doesn't know where it where it is, and it apparently it chases this smell all its life. Um and is going around trying to find it. But what he doesn't realize is it's actually inside. That's that like there's like a uh, the musk or whatever you would call it. It's it's like a it's it's a pouch or something in there. I'm not hundred percent sure, but I've heard stories about it that it's a something in a deer which is like in the belly button or something right where um yeah they they smell it but they don't know where it's coming from apparently they chase it all their life wow That's what's up for me <laughs> nailed it. you nailed it <laughs> so what yeah, yeah yeah 
Yes, I'm glad you listened to your uh, innermost thoughts there because that guided you very well today. So you're spot on. You're spot on. Um, the they call it they call them the musk deer um, because um, at a certain when they get to a certain age, they um, they have a special pouch. You're right. I'm not exactly sure whereabouts on their underbelly this pouch is uh, I, I assume it's on the underbelly um because i've never seen a deer with a pouch <laughs> or a baseline <laughs> <laughs> right so you know uh, uh forgive us uh if you're an animal expert um but there is a pouch somewhere which contains uh this mask which starts becoming quite ar- aromatic and fragrant at a certain age within uh the deer's life now, this smell, this musk smell, uh, the, the deers absolutely love it. They absolutely love it. So they, they, they want to seek where that smell is coming from. So they look high uh, and low, far and wide for this smell, but um, they can't find it. And it literally drives them nuts. It drives them absolutely nuts crazy you can almost say they end up with a mental health disorder to the point that they get so depressed uh, and upset looking for this these musk deer end up jumping off cliffs wow yeah they jump off cliffs it's basically commit suicide uh, and that's when you know uh, local people come along and they'll extract the pouch and they'll extract the musk from that and that musk is really um really expensive um and uh, material anyway um in in sanskrit they call the musk kasturi right and um this musk is um is really uh, an analogy for um your god consciousness okay uh, that we all have it within us the musk deer had the musk within it, but it looked outside of itself for this, where this fragrance was coming from. It, the one thing it didn't do was look at itself. The one thing it didn't do is check, is it me? Is it coming from me? Am I this beautiful fragrance itself? Am I spreading this wonderful fragrance into the world, which I'm unaware of, um, in order to really see one's, true identity see one's true self mm. and um it just drives drives the uh, the musk deer insane so you know the the thing about self-realization is that we are the light our light is our musk pouch so to speak mm. and it's mm. always been within us and this isn't something that only starts to glow brightly from a a certain age, it's always been there. We're born with it, okay? As it is a musk day, it just happens to be that the fragrance starts to seep out and spread out and uh, so that the musk day can smell it at a certain age. But likewise, that pouch must, must have been in the musk day all its life. Uh, and similarly, you know, we've, we've, Every single human being, every single sentient being has got 
this uh, higher state of consciousness within them, this uh, um, God consciousness, if you will. Uh, but we, you know, a lot of us are not aware that we we have this within us. So there's another like Chinese proverb story which kind of talks to the same thing, which basically says, you know, that <clears throat> um, uh, these uh, these gods are talking. And these gods are, are having a conversation and there's a whole group of gods, uh, you know, sat around in a circle and they're trying to, uh, trying to figure out, you know, um, you know, we want to, we want to uh, give the, these, the secrets to uh, the cosmos, uh, to uh, our children, the human beings and all sentient beings. But um, we want them to work to find it because we want them to appreciate the the power and the beauty and uh, all that's good about um, God consciousness. Where do we put this? So some people are saying, "Oh, why don't you put it?" You know, one God says, "Why don't you put it?" You know, at the uh, bury it deep in the ocean. And another God says, "Well, why don't we put it up in the sky?" You know, another God says, "Why don't we put it high up on the mountain?" Another God said, why don't we stick it, you know, in the middle of a jungle somewhere uh, and, and so on. And it goes on and on and on. And then one God turns around and says, I've got an idea. Why don't we put it inside them? Mm. Okay. So that's, you know, there's different analogies and different stories that talk to this. And, you know, it really comes back down to the self because it's, it's within us all along. So, so self-realization is the process of being able to reveal that light, to be able to reveal the musk pouch within us, okay? Uh, and to see that actually we are the fragrance, right? And um, it's up to us to spread it out into the world, uh, spread the beautiful aroma out into the world. So as I say, you know, people can bask in the ambiance of that, beautiful fragrance that you are um and we have to decide if we're going to do that though but if we don't then we'll never find it and we'll never realize it and um you know, people go through life through sense gratification right finding this uh musk fragrance outside themselves you look everywhere you know you can look in you know sexual partners right try and get sexual sense gratification right you can look in you know um stimulants right whether it's mm -hmm. alcohol or drugs or whatever other vice you can find smoking or whatever it is you can look in um in experiences like becoming an adrenaline junkie maybe maybe you like roller coasters or fast motorbikes or jumping out of airplanes with parachutes and stuff like that, you know? Uh, so extreme sports, for instance. Okay. Mm. And look at it in uh, engaging in uh, other types of land-based sports, water-based sports, whatever kind of sports it might be. Um, but the, and, and other hobbies and interests. But the thing is a lot of human beings just go through life looking for this musk pouch outside themselves, but it's disguised in these superficial activities, which are taking you actually away from yourself. It's just satisfying your sense, sense gratification or sensory organs. That's it. Mm -hmm. It's temporary. 
right? It might be, you know, you, you get your fix for eating, right? You love food and you love going to different restaurants. So you become, um, you become a big, you become a foodie, you know, and you love going to different types of uh, restaurants, you know, high end, low end, whatever it might be. And you get your sense of gratification that way, but you're looking at, you're trying to find that, you know, musk pouch within the, the world of food and, uh, and drink uh, by satisfying your, uh, your taste mm-hmm. uh, sensations and so on. So we have to be careful that we don't occupy ourselves outside of ourselves because every experience, every sense gratification that happens is actually happening not outside of us, is actually happening inside of us. It's all the way in. And, uh, you know, your, your physical body is translating the experiences that you're having through all your different se- uh, sensory um, organs mm-hmm. uh, into... Uh, neurological messages, which are then then interpreted and translated into uh, a way that your spirit understands it, your energy understands it. Okay, so you might eat chocolate and be like, "Oh yeah, that's chocolate." Okay, fine, right? Um, you uh, you might go in a fast car and you be like, "Oh yeah, you know, I'm getting this adrenaline sensation," right? But that experience is happening inside you, even though you're in the, in a car that's moving, right? Mm. so on but everything's happening inside us uh and it really is this koan human musk deer is saying actually you know you could look outside all you like but in the end all of that is happening right here mm. right inside you right therefore right the answers are right inside you therefore that human that m- musk pouch is right inside you right so look within because when you look within you'll really reveal your true self absolutely man there's there's a there's a quote that uh, comes to mind from uh gurbani which basically um says uh, right which basically is like a conversation to the mind saying um that you're you're the embodiment of the divine like yeah recognize your roots yeah recognize your origins that you're the embodiment of the divine light and that's within you like the mind is saying you all right are the sarup sarup means like um a version or um inside of you kind of thing you know if you're wearing it it's like that's what you are yeah so it's um yeah so it's that thing about the light or whatever you're looking for it's already within you yeah you know and uh, we spend lifetimes outside looking traveling and trying to seek it it's, all, it's almost similar to that that book that was written i think it was acres of diamonds i think it was called where um i think the story briefly is that this person goes out into the world and then comes back home again and one day sees this shiny object underneath a tree in their garden and they dig it up and they got acres of diamonds basically and the whole moral of the story was that you're going out there but the diamond is already within you yeah. So the, again, that's just another story that's saying the same thing. Mm. It's pointing you or redirecting you uh, back to yourself, back to your inner self. Now, that, now the, the 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 question after that is all right. So who is the self? Mm. Right. So if I was to ask you, what do you think the self is? 
So for me, it's a funny one. I, for me, it's like this, right? It's like, it's like, so if you're familiar with Star Trek, there's a, a, a organization in Star Trek called the Borg, right? And right, the Borg is like an individual, it's like um, a, a collective of individuals from different alien species and whatnot, right? But they've been bought into what you call like a collective, right? They're all connected, almost like a Wi-Fi signal. So if there's a bug up north, it will know what's going on down, down south country. So it's like one kind of thing, right? But when you separate the bug from its kind of understanding of what's going on, right? It gets confused. It gets lost. It doesn't know what it is. It tries to then find out what it's all about. Right. And to me, it's a bit like that. But I know in Star Trek, the Borg is considered to be like a, you know, a, a, a bad alien. But in the new episodes, it becomes a good thing. Right. So but <laughs> it's, it's that kind of thing where it's like almost like our soul, which they say is a is source of unconditional love. It's, it's come from this light kind of source. Right. It's attached itself like almost like a drop being taken and then put inside this body or this binger or this this thing we got and it's severed that connection almost to the collective in a way. Right. And therefore in that space, we're trying to figure out what we're all about, even though like every culture and every society is saying we're one, but how do you understand what the one is when you've been almost like separate from it in a, in a way or that connection has been severed. Right. So then to reconnect with that then opens you back up to the collective or the conscious bigger consciousness and that's that's just like a local modern day analogy based on like sci-fi and what that that's you know i think that's how it seems to be if that makes sense <laughs> in my in my in opinion, a fun way <laughs> in my personal humble opinion you know sci-fi and uh sci-fi movies um uh and movies that are you know bring a new concept to the form um are quite often based on spirituality or spiritual experiences. Yep. Right. Um, and um, uh, Star Trek is very advanced, not just technologically, but spiritually. Mm. Okay. <clears throat> I mean, I want to give you another analogy, right? And uh, this will talk to a lot of people, right? Um, especially the Star Wars fans. Okay. Uh, and that is, uh, what do you think the force is? Mm. Right, you know, the most powerful energy or weapon, right, within Star Wars is the force, mm. right? And um, that force is your your inner chi, right? Mm. Uh, and you know, Luke Skywalker and the Jedi's, and you've been a JT Jedi, you and you know this. <laughs> is um, they can only use that once they're tapped in and completely connected with that ocean of consciousness, Mm. right? So you have to be one with it. So the self, what is the self? Well, uh, in in, uh, Punjabi and Gurmukhi, you know, we say, you know, um, one of the, the first, the first uh, prayers is called Japji. It says, Satnam Waheguru. Right or satanam, right? Satanam, right? Is um, um, it means satan means true, nam means name, right? Satanam or your true name, right? Now name is a bit misleading, okay? Because if you want to say, re- replace name by self, 
It actually means your true self, right? So what is your true self, okay? Your true self is a satnam Waheguru. Waheguru means the wondrous. Wahe means wondrous. Gu, gu and Ru, right? Gu uh, means a remover and Ru means darkness. So remover of darkness. So the wondrous remover of darkness. Or really... The wondrous light, okay, or the wondrous connection, okay, because light, dark, dark is like imagine you got a veil on, so you're you're in a room and you got blindfolds on or a veil on and you can't see anything. You remove it and you can see what's going on. All right, mm -hmm. let's just say you know the room's got some light in it, so you got some visual visual senses there, right? Uh, so essentially, Waheguru means the ability ability to see the wonder of the cosmos okay the ability to see the wonder of a higher state of consciousness okay so sat nam wahe guru right if you was put it together is your true self that sees mm. yeah right all right so what we're looking at <laughs> all right your true self what is your true self that sees well you know, we all know that when somebody dies, or if you've ever seen anybody dies, die, you know something's just disappeared, right? The carcass is left, the clothes are left, as in the body, right, is left behind, but mm -hmm. something's gone. Okay, they're not breathing, right? The heart's not be beating, right? There's no pulse, there's no blood flow, there's no, no function there. Mm -hmm. But moreover, mm -hmm. something's gone, okay? And you know something's gone, right? Because you can feel it. It's now become empty. What's gone is spirit. Okay. The mm. spirit is left the body. Okay. Right. The spirit is left the body. And the spirit, spirit leaves a body. So there is a spirit. Now, look, if you don't believe in it, that's fine. You don't have to believe there's a spirit. You don't have to believe there's an energy. Right. That's entirely your choice. <clears throat> but from personal experience, I can tell you we have one. And we, our spirits, are cast off uh, a portion of um, this That'd energy. Like. <laughs> <laughs> this energy, all right, <clears throat> from our four former selves. Our former selves, from which this energy is cast off, is part of something much bigger, okay? Now, what, what's recognizing your true self and being able to see the wondrous is actually being able to recognize your spiritual essence. So what is your spiritual essence? Everybody is born, right, under the moons, under the stars, under the heavens, right, at a certain time and place, okay? There is a, what I call a cosmic imprint. You're, you're, you are born at a certain time which codes you with DNA, right, is coded in your DNA, your purpose in this lifetime. That's how you you know what to do in the physical sense. The spiritual spiritual task is going to be carried out as a consequence anyway that are preordained before you arrive. So seeing your true self is really recognizing what's your dharmic path in this lifetime and what is my spiritual essence, not just in this life, but in all of eternity. What was it before, during, and after, and always will be, 
right? Because it's indestructible, right? Um, and it's to recognize that. The way to translate that into common language is why were you put onto this planet and what were you meant to do? That gives you a purpose of being and doing, okay? Right? Uh, and a way of serving, as they call server, right? That's practical application. But before practical application, there is who are you, right? Not just physically anymore, because that's the practical application. So who are you spiritually? And spiritual, spiritually is is that which is within you, within that musk pouch, okay, um, for you to recognize. So some people, uh, some people's spirit is here to spread um, joy and laughter, okay, and to lighten people's lives to make them feel happy, okay. Robin Williams, for example, right, his purpose was to come into this planet, right, to make people laugh, right, but during mm -hmm. that process, he wasn't happy and he he died unfortunately through uh, depression and committed suicide right right so you see the almost the, the dichotomy on that one is 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 it's a tough one to to put that together to see well look how how did that happen but you can see those two sides he was like the deer looking for the musk and just jumped off the edge of the cliff <laughs> the deer was able to Bread. Uh, he was able to spread the laughter and the joy because he was a, he was an amazing comedian, uh, and he was naturally uh, funny, very high energy, right? But internally, he couldn't find that happiness for himself. Drove himself absolutely insane to the point that he committed suicide. He had there was issues that led up to that. You know, he had a lot of alimony payments and stuff like that, which contribute towards his uh, depression um but again you know it comes it does talk to the point that he couldn't find his musk pouch right so just an example right so that's one example there's other examples some people come onto this world in order to be protectors okay they're just here to hold space right uh such as it might be your mother for instance, right? She creates a safe environment for you, right? It's to nurture you, to uh, keep you safe, to give you the space to learn, grow, and be able to go out into the world to do your thing, right? But that's that's her purpose. She's a protector, right? Right. Just giving you a couple of couple of examples, but every single person's spiritual essence is different, right? Every yeah. single person's spiritual essence is individual. Right, there's no two people that are the same, which is why competition, right, is a crime, because actually you don't get to see who you really are because you're competing with somebody else to try and be a generic thing, right? And a generic thing is not what we are. We are unique, powerful beings, right? And self-realization, saying, okay, let me, you know, let me realize my true self and be able to see the wonderment okay not just in me but in everyone all right and then i can live in this lifetime to uh, uh by honoring my true authentic high self and living in my absolute sovereign power right which is ordained to me in in the spirit that i am does that make sense mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right so 
that's what's it's, in it's, the a, it's an interesting one because it, it it brings up questions like you know because i'm sure there's people who are listening who are then like well now nah, how can i be preordained i choose what i want to do and that and th- these conversations happen but the question that comes up is okay you're choosing but that choice could be what you're actually tuning into what you were coming here to do anyway right but you just don't see it yet but you're still fulfilling your mission and your purpose um so it's an interesting one because it's like a disguise isn't it? it's like it's hidden within within yourself and it's for you to unravel that yeah. hang on a minute what's actually going on here yeah. so it's it's definitely interesting and, and there's there's an interesting uh upanishad <clears throat> which is uh one of the ancient sanskrit teachings okay um that that says and knowledge is ignorance right now knowledge is ignorance uh, you think well actually you know how can knowledge be ignorance knowledge is about making you making you non-ignorant right it's about removing it ignorance but actually if you if you are so bound with what you know then there is no room to learn anything else mm-hmm. okay so if you believe that this is it then you you're going to miss all of the rest mm-hmm. right because you're you're caught up in this this realm or this silo of knowledge which you're proud of right and uh, you live within that space and that that confines you okay it can become uh, your limitation isn't it it's a, it's a limitation, right? So instead of knowledge liberating you, knowledge is confining you, is, is imprisoning you in your own mind, in your own spirit, in your own body, okay? In your own emotions. So for those people that don't believe there's uh, a spirit, don't believe there's a spiritual essence, I'm telling you, I don't believe. I've seen it. I experience it on a daily basis, okay? Right? I've seen it. I live it. I experience it every single day. I can see it. I can feel other people's spiritual essences, right? So, and this is, I'm one of many people that are in tune with themselves. And there are people that are way more in tune than I am. So I'm nothing compared to some of the spiritual masters out there. Right. And I'm not calling myself a spiritual master by any means. Right. Uh, I've got a long way to go, but I can do that for myself. So if I can do it, anyone can do it. Just got to put the effort in. You've got to actually have a will to be able to have that self-inquiry and tenacious curiosity about that. Uh, So that's what I'm like to share and ask you, aren't you curious, right? Believe is a dirty word in my vocabulary. And I'll tell you why. Because it's, it's pe- something people say, right, um, about something they think may be true, but they don't know it to be true because they've had no experience of it. Okay? Experience. And knowing is something where you've been and done it. Okay. There is no believe anymore is a knowing. Okay. Knowing is you've been through it. You've experienced it. You are part of that. Okay. So in anything, if you really want to 
um, get to a point of um, deep level understanding, you've got to go through experience. To get an experience, you need to do the work. To do the work, you've got to have a tenacious curiosity and a a childlike uh, inquiry about that thing. Okay, And in order to do that, you've got to have some interest in it. If you're not interested, fine, don't do it. Don't do it. But remember, you're never going to find your musk pouch. <laughs> right? You're never going to find that fragrance. You're never going to live in your true authentic power. You're always going to be driven and swayed by whatever's happening outside of you because you live outside, not inside. And when you live inside, you can also appreciate and live outside as well for all of its glory, right? But the difference being you're actually now acting and moving from your center, from your core, okay? Not from things that are happening outside of you that might be swaying your decision-making process. In fact, you start to listen to your higher self and your higher self is guiding you. That... Mm -hmm creates certainty that creates absolution why because you know yourself right so when something untowards happens it's okay we suffer the human condition we're still emotional beings and we still need to process that but the time in which you process and overcome that is bang compared to what you would do if you didn't it would be stretched out over minutes hours days weeks months years even right? We're still decades, right? So there are people that have had, uh, have had encounters, unpleasant encounters or traumatic experiences and still reliving it on a daily basis. Why? Because they haven't done that self-inquiry internally, right? They, they've always looked outwards for the answers, mm-hmm. towards somebody else for the answers. The answers can't be found outside, the answers are inside you. What you actually need is a guide to say, hey, look within. This is how you do this. And this is the work that we're trying to share is actually self-mastery is a process of the inner engineering work. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where, I mean, you know, you can, you can everyone can have, have an example of this where they're trying to figure something out and they've, you know, gone into that zone, they're questioning it, they're looking, they're researching, and then eventually the answer comes from within. They're like, oh, that's what it is. You know, it's, it's like, it's, it's that kind of thing because the answer will always come from within, you know, even if you need to just put knowledge in the brain for your brain to make the networks, um, to, to get used to the material of this world. Right. So, um, you know, it's, it's that thing about, um, it reminds me, remember I used to tell you about my dissertation teacher and every time we had a, a a challenge, we'll go up to her and she'll be like, well, what do you think? Like, I don't know. I'm asking you. You're the teacher. You're supposed to help us out here. She's like, yeah, but what do you think? And you're like, pause for a moment. And then she might put it like inquiry question and then think, well, what do you think? And then get you to think on it yourself, right? And I remember you do this happen every single time. You go to her, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? And one day I was sitting at home uh, working away on my station and I had a question like, oh man, I wonder how this, what's this? I, I couldn't figure it out. And I was like, okay, I better go and see the station teacher. And that voice inside me went, what do you think? <laughs> right. Yeah. So I sat down for a moment. I just almost had that conversation with myself and ended up answering my own question. And I yeah. thought, wow, that isn't that such a powerful thing? That's like such a powerful thing for this teacher to have shared with you was to be able to ask those questions and look with internal for them, um, but be inspired by things around you. 
you know so yeah it's, it's brilliant just just ask the inquiring questions that get you to think because the brain is a problem solving machine absolutely but it's, it's much more than that right because the you're you're talking about the brain right <clears throat> but ultimately it's not just your brain that's um giving you the answers right there's something bigger than that half your thoughts are not yours half your thoughts are psychic thoughts they are thoughts that are given to you from outside of you and quite often you know we'll be sitting around and we have a like a ha huh, one of those moments and all of a sudden this thought pops in your head and you know you didn't think about it so don't try and claim it as your own first one <laughs> It's like an aerial, isn't it? It's like an aerial. Yeah. Recognize, recognize the thoughts that are not yours, right? Like Exactly like you said, an aerial receives, um, a radio aerial, for example, receives um, the the signals, right? Whether it's uh, medium waves or high frequency waves, whatever it is, right? But it'll receive the radio waves through the antenna and then, you know, the radio translates it into uh, audible or, or, or it's like Wi-Fi signals, right? I mean, think think about this. Wi-Fi signals are going through the air. They're going everywhere on your mobile, your house, your everything, right? And your mobile device is then tuning into this thing to pick up on um, whatever information you're looking for in a, a way that the mobile device can recognize it. Now, that information is still being pushed out there in some sort of vibe and, you know, information bits or whatever the frequency or vibration of that is. Yeah. Like surely the body somehow is coming across these things as well. And there's probably other noises and sounds and vibrations that we're going through, but we don't necessarily know because we haven't quite configured our mobile device to pick up on the right password. Right? Well, exactly. Exactly. We can't, right? And, you know, you're talking about antennas. Your spine is an antenna. It's an antenna to the universal frequency of everything, right? So not just microwaves, but everything. Every signal that you ever you might be interested in picking up, you can tune into, right? We are the ultimate antenna. <clears throat> the ultimate antenna is within us. It's our spine, which is why when you meditate, you have to sit straight so that your spine is straight, so it can pick up the signals and you can tune in. Um, the one one thing I was going to say was, you know, um, one of the the biggest ways to uh, ignore the self. Is to is to give up your power. So we, I talked about this element of like um, when you re- recognize the self, you can step into your true power and live your true power. Um, but most people actually give up their power. And um, I'll ask you as as a, a bit of a quiz question: How do you think people give up their power? Oh, that's an interesting one. There's there's many ways, man. There's like subordination. There's like just can't be bothered to think about something. So you just listen to what somebody else is telling you, um, conform to things and ideas, uh, authority figures, media, (laughs) um, scientists, you know, religion, even like, you know, just because they said so it's probably the case and being conform instead of actually doing your own thinking and thinking about it and questioning what is this the case? Or if this is the case, where did this come from? Or how does it work? Instead of just taking it at face value, um, cause there'll be things which work. There'll be things that can work more efficiently than the things that could take you on a detour as well. Right. So it's just that, what are you willing to put in there? Well, are you just going to take you on board just because somebody said so just because lack said, so I believe him <laughs> just because JT said it, we don't know. <laughs> we uh, this, out. <laughs> this is the thing. We don't want you to just take our word for it. We want you to do the work for yourself and find out. Mm. This is the whole point about self-mastery is about 
taking ownership exactly. of your own journey, right? And taking exactly. ownership for your own actions, taking responsibility for your own actions. So, you know, giving up your own power, you know, all the things that you said are absolutely true, you know? Um, but one of the biggest ones, uh, I think, is, um, is uh, idolizing. Right, mm-hmm. giving up your power to some something or somebody else. People on a pedestal right. and stuff like that. And it could be people, but remember, like I'm, I want to. This is this is going to be one of those, one of those wisdom bomb moments, right? Where, you know, people give up their their true godly power by believing that actually God's outside of themselves. Mm-hmm. This highest state of consciousness, this higher vibrational being this higher um state of uh, supreme consciousness is outside of them right <clears throat> right and it's embodied in uh, this um t- this figure ahead or uh this godhead or this deity or that deity and so on right if you actually pay attention study religion study what they're saying what you'll understand is they're all saying the same thing using different linguistics okay mm-hmm. language that was from their time right so if you look at say the the christian bible the language is written in kind of a poetic way right if you look at um even uh, our holy book uh, the sirigo gransabji it's very poetic. It's actually written in, 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 in poetry fashion. Okay. So it's very hard to kind of understand it. If you haven't come from that era where people spoke like that, especially the philosophers spoke like that, where there was almost a common understanding. Like if you imagine today's youngsters talk their own teenage slang. Okay. Let's say now if hashtag, yeah, right. Symbol, 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 whatever. <laughs> and I've got two teenagers, right? So there's things that I don't understand, and I'm, I'm googling it, right? Or I ask them, they're like, "Oh, dad, you're so old," right? <laughs> there is a language that's in the making right now that people that are living on this planet in the same region, in the same household, don't understand, right? Right? Because it evolves, okay. But what they're saying is the same thing. And what they're saying is this, that it's one, right? So people think, okay, well, actually, you know what? There's uh, mono, um, uh, what's the word? Uh, there's, there's religions where they believe in multiple gods. There's religions where they believe in a single god, for instance. Well, one of the ones where they think, uh, you know, there's uh, m- many gods people believe is Hinduism, right? But actually if you look at the core of Hinduism, it's actually saying all of those are essences of the single, mm. the monality, right? Uh, <clears throat> so um, the key point I'm trying to make is actually that is not outside of us. What all of them are trying to say is find it within you. Find it within you because you are part of it. And it is part of you, therefore you are one. Okay. One, if you know you say the word God, but actually, if I was to use another word or another collection of words, you'll I would like to use the words, my choice would be one consciousness, 
one vibrational um, ocean of energy that we all are submerged in, uh, we're all part of. And as a consequence, we are it. Therefore, when you look for this musk pouch within you, what you're trying to do is to connect to supreme consciousness through your own consciousness. Mm. That's what your musk pouch is doing, right? It's saying, actually, what's in here spreads a fragrance everywhere, okay? That mm. fragrance being an analogy for vibrational energy, okay? It's like, you know, we, we are the universe. You know, we're made up of it. We're not separate from it, you know? So therefore, it's all a part of this oneness. Exactly. There's a, there's a quite a detailed breakdown in one of the koans into the, the physical all the way up to the meta, right? That explains the, the lineage from everything that we believe to be material to everything that we know as being immaterial, right? Uh, as in the meta, the physical and the meta combined metaphysical, right? Uh, things uh, that are beyond just material comprehension, okay? Um, uh, people like to refer to that as energy or spirit <clears throat> or spirituality, right? It's not a religion. This is not a cult, <laughs> right? This is about self-realization. It's about seeing who you really are by, by pulling away any layers of limiting beliefs that you might have. Remember, we already said beliefs in my um, dictionary is a bit of a dirty word because it's limiting. You actually don't know the thing that you're, you're pointing so much faith into because you haven't experienced it, okay? So does that mean you have to have a belief that you have a higher state of consciousness within you before you find it? Yes, and this is the this is this is the dichotomy, right? This is where it's saying, okay, all right. So we just said beliefs a dirty word, but now you're saying, well, you got to actually have belief that it does exist inside you. Well, yes, I've experienced it, so I'm telling you from experience. I don't believe it, I know it, but I'm asking you to go find it for yourself. So you've you've got a choice, right? You've got a choice to trust. Let's replace that belief to trust what I'm saying or not. Right. And it's not just me. Many people uh, have said the same thing. Right. But they're saying the same thing for a reason. And that reason is for you to be the best you. There is nothing I can personally gain from anything that you find in yourself about yourself, which is the great you. Right. In fact, the only thing that I've got to gain from it is it will make the world a better place. Because if everyone did that, everyone would be more conscious in the way they behave and act and treat everyone with more kindness and compassion and love, right? Which would make the world more harmonious, wouldn't it? Mm. Now, if that's what I might gain from it, and you will gain from it, and everyone will gain from it, hey, why not? But you've got to put the effort in yourself. <clears throat> this comes back to that whole um, thing about you are the change, once you start to change, once you start to increase your level of consciousness, then um, all of human consciousness starts to rise because people will see, hey, hold on a minute. What did you do? Something's different about you. Tell me. 
that's when you, you know, once you've discovered your gift, you've got obligation to give it away. I've said this many times and I will keep mm-hmm. saying it. <clears throat> once you've discovered uh, something greater than you, share it. As I say, pay it forward, you know? It's like that story, isn't it? That, you know, if, if you got like um, a dark room and you got a candle, you know, and you put it on and there's a bit of light, but if you share that light with everybody else, the room just becomes brighter and brighter and brighter. And the more light there is in the room, the brighter the room becomes and the further you can see. So yes. it's almost like that to some degree. <laughs> well, ex- exactly. That's exactly what it is. You're just lighting candles, right? Mm. Even Bruce Lee said, you know, um, uh, I, I am my own fuel, mm. you know, uh, as in, you know, with the analogy of him being a candle, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am the own fuel. I'm the own. Uh, and that's just such a powerful, empowering statement as well, isn't it? I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google the actual quote just to um... he even said he even had things like you know having no limitation as limitation, which that expands your mind as well. You know, so really, really interesting. I wanna. So, so Bruce said, the medicine for my suffering I had within me from the very beginning, but I did not take it. My ailment came from within, within myself, but I did not observe it until this moment. Now I see I will never find the light unless, like a candle, I am my own fuel. Mm. Okay. <clears throat> so I wanted to share that word for word because it's a very powerful statement. Uh, and if you are suffering, and we all suffer, that's you know one of our, our, our greatest... Uh, um, obstacles that, and hurdles that we need to go through to learn what we need to learn in this life um, is is how to get through it, yeah. And even Bruce recognized, like a candle, you know, I am my own fuel for the light within. <clears throat> so, um, reference also being to a light within, and that you carry the energy to keep that light shining bright. And if you are a candle and you are lit, as in you recognize your light, uh, then you can light other people, <clears throat> right? So I've, there's another comment on that as well. So uh, <laughs> I might pick that one one day and go into that in more detail. But um, human musk deer, right? Human musk deer. So <clears throat> uh, I have got a, a regional extract from Maguruji, Pramansa Yoganandaji. Right, which um, which uh, there's a small extract from his uh, Kriya Yoga teachings, which I'd like to share. Okay, um, and on our website martialmindpower.com, on the blog site, there is a koan. Uh, there is a blog there, actually titled "Human Musk Deer." So if you want to read it there, um, you can you can uh, see that for yourself. And um, I just show you on my phone. Uh, there is a little image that I have put up there, which is a bottle of musk. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so this uh, Guruji writes musk is a valuable extremely aromatic substance contained in the sac beneath the abdominal skin of the male musk deer so yeah you were right uh, a habitant of the high peaks of the Himalayas as the deer reaches a certain age the penetrating door of the musk begins to waft from the sac the deer becomes aroused by the exciting scent and frisks about sniffing under trees and boulders, searching everywhere, sometimes for many weeks, to find the source of the persistent fragrance. 
unable to locate the tantalizing perfume. He grows extremely restless, then angry. In their frenzy and in a last desperate effort to reach the source of the maddening essence, mosques there have been known to plunge from the high cliffs and fall to their death in the valley below. Hunters finding the carcasses tear out the treasured pouch of mask of musk. An enlightened bard once said, an enlightened bard once said, Oh, you foolish musk deer. You sought the fragrance everywhere but in your own body. That is why you did not find it. If only you had turned your seeking to yourself, you would have found the cherished musk and would have saved yourself from death on the rocks below the crags. Most people behave like the musk deer. They seek the ever-fragrant, elusive happiness everywhere outside themselves, in play, temptation, human love, and on the slippery paths of wealth and fame. And when finally they can find no real happiness, the source of which lies hidden within the secret recesses of their own, should they jump from the cliff of the high hope and are shattered on the rocks of delusionment. Oh, foolish human musk deer, if only you would turn your mind inward in deep daily meditation, you would find the source of all true and lasting happiness in the innermost silence of your soul. Beloved seeker of happiness, be not the musk deer perishing in your own futile outward search. Awake and in the cave of deep meditation, find eternal bliss within the immortal self. Mm. Right. That is another wisdom bomb. Um, great one to ponder on. So, yeah, thank you. Thank you for sharing that, Sifu Lakloy. It's, um, it's, it's good. Like you said, um, if you want to read up on that one, go to martianmindpower.com. Go to the blog section and you'll be able to find that particular comment there. Because uh, it's a special one. It's not in the book. Yeah, yeah. It's not in the book. And you, there's a search bar uh, so you can find uh, different uh, blogs on there and different coins on there as well. Uh, but the the book is the is the official koan guide for you. Absolutely, absolutely. Just in case you're wondering what that's called, that's called The Art of Thinking Without Thinking. Available at Amazon, available on washingmindpower.com. Do check that out. And uh, I think I think we're signing off now. See you for Unless you've got anything else to say. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, once again, I'd just say, you know, please uh, do that self-inquiry. You know, do look for your own human musk pouch, okay, within, you know, uh, once you've found your fragrance, once you recognize where it is and you can, you've located it, and you've revealed it, uh, please spread your fragrance out into the world and, you know, spread that, you know, this, the sweetness of who you really are, your true, true core, your true essence, your true authentic high self. Um, because that's the only way we're going to make this world a better place. And right now with everything that's going on, we need more of this. So, uh, you know, uh, I share this with, uh, humility, uh, and utmost love. So um, I hope it's received in exactly the same manner. So uh, fabulous. Thank you very much, Sifu. And uh, there you go, folks. Until next time, signing up. If you took some value out of this podcast, then please like and subscribe to our channel. 
If you feel this podcast will help a loved one, then please kindly spread this wisdom by sharing this podcast link with them. For more information and learning materials on how to cultivate self-mastery towards your self-realization inspired by martial arts and philosophy, please go to www.martialmindpower.com. See you in the next podcast.